Welcome to the Danger Hour. part where you go like, hey everybody, it's the Danger Hour, and I'm your shitty shitty host, James. I don't say that, but yeah, yeah, you're right. It's time it's time to do that. But you know, I just need some time. I'm so I'm so angry. I, I I'm in a mood. James is is it my face? It is your face. That's part of it. But that's not the that's not the entire reason why. I just need a moment to collect my thoughts. Because, oh, am I fucking angry. James, would you, would you like me to leave? Uh, yeah, normally, but, but I think you should stay. In case I want to yell, I can yell at you. James, I don't, I, don't like, I don't like the negative energy. I don't give a shit. You work for me. And the shit always rolls downhill. Am I right, everybody? Everybody. This is the Danger Hour. I am your angry host, Jamesy Poops. Oh, let me tell you why I am so angry. I think you're all dying to know. Are you on the edge of your seats? Is this, is this riveting radio? I don't know. I don't care. Because I'm just so angry. Okay, James, why are you angry? Don't you snap at me, you fucking... Uh, all right, so here, here's the deal. Two days ago... Nope, yesterday... All your troubles seem so far away, James. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Ugh. Well, two days ago, my troubles were so far away. Yesterday is when my troubles are right in my face. Because as I walked out the door to go to work, it was approximately, approximately, 6.42 in the AMs. And I have to be at work by 7 AM. <laughs> That's typical. I work about 15 minutes away. When I get to work, I don't like to waste too much time on not doing anything productive. I like to get in there and get out. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. Some some of these old timers, they like to go to work early and like hang out and chat with people. What is that about? Not me. I like to walk in like a minute before my, my shift time starts and then head right out. Get in, get out. I'm like I'm like one of the special forces teams in the military, you know? When you need to get shit done, you send them in, they do the thing, they get the hell out. That's how I run things. You just mean you're antisocial, James? Well, I guess one could say that. <laughs> I just don't like to waste... I, I don't want to wake up early and waste more time. It's like, all right, let's get to... Anyway, all right, anyway, I digress. 6.42 a.m., I walk outside, like I always do, to my driveway, to my truck, like I always do. But this time, something was different. Something wasn't right. You could say my truck wasn't complete. <laughs> oh my God, James. Was it on cinder blocks? No, it wasn't that bad. That would have been pretty bad also, considering I just replaced my tires. No, but uh, my fucking tailgate was stolen. Ah! 
for some views that aren't car people, <laughs> you don't really have to be, have a, a well-versed knowledge to know what that is. But if you're confused, it's the part of the truck that, that co- it's like the door in the back that drops down and closes. That. All gone. And I walk out like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And I'm just looking at it. Look, I'm sorry. Looking at the space <laughs> where it once was. The void. I'm like, oh my God, are you fucking kidding me? And because the crazy thing is, it wasn't like out on the street. It was backed in all the way towards my garage door, like up in the driveway. Oh, 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 the rage. And that feeling of just being violated. I'm sure you know all about that. James, what, what are you implying? Nothing. Oh, man, just the thought that some fucking prick like, came up in the driveway. and did, I mean, if it was in the street, it'd be one thing. Like, all right, I get it. <laughs> it's still fucked up, but it's out in the street. It just, I don't know, it seems like it'd be more acceptable. But the fact that they actually walked up into the, into the yard, it's like, oh, my God. And uh, I'm sure you all are, are probably like, ah, that's uh, karma, you bitch, for what leaving your wife's door unlocked. Right? That's probably what you're all thinking. I know that I know the bearded cunt Brian is thinking that. You asshole. But you know what? I don't think I even mentioned the wife's car. I don't think I explained myself well enough. She has like a hatchback SUV little SUV deal. And so I thought she locked the car already. And because once I was done unloading it, I just pressed the button in the back hatch and it closes. I didn't think that the doors to her car were unlocked and that's how someone just walked by and opened the door I don't think I included that detail I don't know if that changes anything it probably doesn't because all of you guys want to shit on me but uh you know so karma karma aside uh we got a fucking we got some thievery going on around here fellas it's time to light up your pitchforks or no you don't do that (laughs) what do you light up you light up your uh molotov cocktails I don't know what you light up uh, torches? Yeah, that's what you light. You light up the torches, you grab your pitchforks, and you, uh, I don't know, you do something. Who knows? Oh, God. So, yeah, this piece of shit, you know. Oh, God. That's how you ruin a day right there. Just starting off your day, that's how you ruin it. And uh, I go to work, and I'm in a pissy mood. But I'm not showing it or anything. And uh, just by chance, I'm grabbing some equipment and I happen to see my the, this new supervisor who just started recently. <clears throat> and he's uh, he just happens to be like, hey, how's everything? How's it going? How you doing? And I go, well, it's funny that you ask. <laughs> I go, not too good. I'm pretty pissed. He's like, why? I go, because I walk outside and my tailgate was stolen off my truck. He's like, oh, man. What kind of truck? I'm like, uh, Toyota Tacoma. He's like, oh, man, you know what? My buddy, same thing happened to him. Apparently, they're extremely easy to take off. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, so it's a thing. He's like, yeah. Like, all right, all right. So I walk out, and uh, now I'm thinking about it. Like, hmm. I look it up on the interwebs. It's like, you know, stolen tailgates. And right away, the news report, you know, hey, uh, and uh, the, the new trend is, is truck tailgates being stolen. And so I click on the, <laughs> I'm watching the story, and the guy goes, <laughs> if you own a pickup truck, you can very well be the next target to a thief. 
That's right. They're stealing tailgates because they're fairly simple to remove. Let's show you a demonstration. This is uh, whoever the fuck. This is Brad. Brad is an expert in blah, blah, blah. And he's going to show you just how quickly you can remove the tailgate. So go ahead, Brad. Get started. They show the guy open the tailgate and it drops down. And the camera pans back to the reporter guy. And I'm like thinking, hey, what are you doing? Why aren't we watching Brad steal this tailgate? And the guy goes, and just about or just like that. And the camera goes right back. And literally, it was like five seconds. The camera goes back to Brad, and he's gone, and the tailgate's missing. And then the cameraman turns around, and there goes Brad walking away with a tailgate in his arm. <laughs> and that's how quickly it can happen. So I'm like, holy shit. Because I'm thinking, oh, because, you know, I've never done it. I've never taken it off. So I'm thinking, is this dickhead out here with, like, with tools and stuff? <laughs> with flashlights? But no, apparently you just walk right up. Gone. It's like fucking Nicolas Cage and Gone in 60 Seconds. I'm going to steal 60 tailgates in one night. <sighs> James, why were you irresponsible? And how come you didn't lock your tailgate, James? You fucking asshole. If I had a lock, it would have been locked. But I didn't have a lock. <sighs> and that got me thinking, like, if it's so easy to do this, why wouldn't they put a lock on all of them? And since this happened yesterday, I've been driving around looking at other trucks, and I've noticed that most of them don't have locks on them. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm sure none of you give a fuck, but you know, this is a, this is my life right now. So, and this is my podcast. So I'm going to spend a good, the better part of 10 minutes bitching and moaning all about it. And you're going to like it. Yeah. So I'm going through my insurance because, uh, (laughs) it would cost a lot more than my $500 deductible to replace this fucking thing. I had the backup camera and you know, all the fancy fucking uh, logos, or what do you call them? The emblems. Do you know that? I looked, I looked into it to see how, how much it would cost to replace all this shit. And I'm like, you know, I'm going legit Toyota parts. You know, just for the part that says Tacoma, it's like 40 bucks. <laughs> it's like, oh God. And every little, anyway. All right. I think I've beaten this thing into the ground long enough. But yeah, it's so fucking annoying. Today I went to the dealership to uh, the auto body place so they can take pictures and Start this process. But uh, thanks a lot, asshole, wherever you are. You know, if, if he really understood that he wasn't just taking money from me, he was taking precious time and emotional damage. I'm sure if he knew all that, he would not have taken it to begin with. Mm-hmm. I really feel that in my heart. <laughs> Ugh. And what if he's like a local person, right? I mean, it's possible there's just uh, some dickhead driving around looking for my specific model of truck and uh, just like, oh, there's one. But, you know, what if he's a local person and now every time I drive around, he's like, (laughs) yeah, fuck you, buddy. You know, that kind of thing. I got you. So I told the the guy at the at the uh, auto body today, I go, hey, uh, do you think when you put this new thing on, you can put one on with a lock so this doesn't happen again? Oh, well, um, we can look into that. It's like, well, yeah, thanks. Please do that. One more thing to end this whole fucking tirade. Um, the news people's like, and like, uh, most likely, if your tailgate was stolen, the thieves already had a customer for your particular model of vehicle, 
And that's why it was targeted. They're not going to just take random tailgates. It's because that one is is in need. And please don't don't even think about buying one of these tailgates off the internet because then you're just supporting these people. You should go and, you know, it's going to it's going to cost a lot more, but do it the right way. Go through a dealership. And right away I looked up on Craigslist, huh? I wonder if anyone's selling a <laughs> what I'm looking for here. And I call this guy up. Oh, you're in luck. I just I just happened to get one in today. <laughs> on a related note, um, when when my dad yeah when when he was young, uh, they you know they were probably in their early his brother was in his early twenties I think, and he had uh this like hot <laughs> this car is fucking gross, but at the time it was cool. All right, it was called a Nissan Pulsar. If you look it up, it's fucking shitty. But like I'm saying, man, back then it was pretty cool. It had those T-tops where you can remove, like partially remove the, you know, the the, the roof of the car. And uh, he got his hubcaps stolen, right? He walked outside one morning and they were all gone. And the next day, or maybe it was later that day, the neighbor across the street who were known for being like, it was like a, a bad family. They were, they were like trouble. The guy goes, Hey man, I noticed that your hubcaps got stolen. He's like, he goes, yeah, yeah. He goes, you don't happen to see anything. Did you? He was like, nah, I'm sorry, man. I don't, but guess what? He's like, I just, I just happened to find some of those. Maybe they, maybe they'll fit your car. And they were his fucking hubcaps. And he, he sold my uncle his own hubcaps back. <laughs> Oh fuck. Oh. <laughs> but I can kind of one up that story. When my dad was young, he had this friend. Uh he was a white dude and he was they were like the only white family in the neighborhood. And they were like the hillbilly kind of whites. <laughs> now I'm a half seas, so I have a pass. I can talk like this. So go fuck yourself. So anyway, uh my dad tells me, "Yeah, uh when we were young, we had some pet rabbits." And uh, one day, our rabbits were missing. And uh, we're like, oh, shit, where'd the rabbits go? And we couldn't find them anywhere. And later on, I went down to Mike's house down the street, and they were made, they made rabbit stew. And uh, I was like, where'd you get the rabbits from? And they said, we found them. <laughs> He's like, they stole our rabbits and they cooked them. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh. Anyway, speaking of rabbits... How do you do it, James? Segway King. Uh, recently, I, uh, I think I had a, a, a small exchange over the internets with a friend. Let's just call her, hmm, let's think of a good name. Let's call her Luana. We had a little exchange. And uh, she has, these, has an avocado tree. Now, let me tell you something. She has given uh, my wife avocados from her tree. And Jesus Christ. Christ, are they tasty. Oh, oh, so creamy. Wonderful. It's like, I don't know, it's like Jesus himself came down and, and plucked some avocados off his tree and like, here you go, my child. Here are some avocados. Uh, it's like that status, okay? So uh, she posted a photo, I think of a, uh, I think a squirrel attacking one of the avocados and that made me so angry because i know how good those avocados are so like right away i'm like hey fucker hey fucker what i sound like a 
Why'd I turn into a cholo right there? Hey, fucker, drop the avocado, I say. Maybe because it's it's like kind of my half seas of my roots, where you know, I think avocados are are of my people, aren't they? <laughs> so I I instinctively wanted to protect them. Hey, fucker, drop it, I say. I fucking drop you. So uh, I got angry and I'm like, I, and I I messaged her like, hey, I got a BB gun, some rage issues, and a lot of free time. Like, let me go over there and take these fuckers out. Nothing would give me more joy. And now I got to tell you, now that my, my car has been vandalized, is that the word? Is it called vandalized if, someone's, if someone takes something from it? Uh, who cares? Anyway, I can use that rage. I really channel it and use it to kill woodland creatures in her yard. I'm okay with it. I will not lose any sleep. But I was curious. I was like, huh, can you actually legally kill these things? So I looked it up. And in my brief, very brief internet searchings, I discovered that it is okay to kill squirrels. Uh, You just can't do it with a BB gun. So yes, I would be breaking the law. You could trap them. And I think you might... See, I read two different things. I think one of them said it depends on the state and all that shit. But um, I think it said you have to have a license. Could you imagine if you if you get caught killing a squirrel? Hey there, fella. Do you have a license to kill that squirrel? Uh, no. Big fine. But uh, then I, I read something else saying it's considered... Uh, what do you, what they call it? Ugh. All you fucking gun nuts and, and pro hunters are going to know the terms. Uh, who cares? Uh, game. It's considered game. And you can kill it. But uh, anyway, you can you have to trap it. You can't just kill it with a BB gun. Because that's not considered a humane way. It's, you can't... It's got to be a clean kill. And so I guess you can't start shooting a 22 in the neighborhood. <laughs> that can have potential problems. But, uh, you know, who's going to catch me? James, you're, you're broadcasting it right now. Ah, no one listens to this shit. No one that matters listens to this. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, I am available to uh, hunt squirrels. I can use my kid's Red Rider BB gun that doesn't have enough uh enough of a force but if you want to see the squirrel suffer i'm okay with that i also have a pump action what the hell brand is it it's one of those good ones i forgot but uh yeah you can pump it a bunch of times and uh that will do the job i guarantee you you know what i kind of feel like i don't even want to talk to her about it anymore i think i just want to show up one day and just start hunting i mean I, it's, I feel like it's my obligation to protect those avocados at all costs. I mean, they're that fucking good. And do you think that she'd be angry with me if I just showed up? <laughs> Would someone be mad if, if they found you on their property killing <laughs> killing tree rats? Who knows? I think she'd be okay with it, though. But you know what I'm also thinking? Are squirrel pelts still valuable at all? Wow, this this could really be a good industry to get into. If you guys need any uh, any squirrels removed from your property... Go ahead and shoot me an email. How do they do that, James? The Danger Hour at Yahoo.com. That's right. Email me about anything while you're at it. It doesn't have to be about killing squirrels and obtaining their pelts. I'll give you the pelt for free. The privilege of killing the squirrel in my time of anger right now will do me, will do me some good. So there you go. Email me about anything. You can send me some, uh, some fan mail. Hell, send me some hate mail. I like reading all of it. You got some recipes? I'll make them. You got some movie suggestions? I'll watch them. You got some song recommendations? I'll listen to them. You want to send me new photos of your mother? I'll look at them. 
as long as they're tastefully done. I'll still look at them. The Danger Hour at Yahoo.com. All right. Shall we move along? Yes, we shall. Okay, so I got some updates. Danger updates. I know you're all dying to know about my finger. Mm-hmm. It's been a week since I broke my finger. And if you have a ADD or a short-term memory, I can remind you. It, my wedding ring got caught on a fence while I was jumping it to play baseball with my son. And uh, all my weight came down and, <laughs> and uh, essentially pulled on the ring. And it was either my finger or the ring, and uh, the ring won. So... My update is I can easily make a fist now, no problem at all, but I still have, it's still a, it's still fat. My bottom, you know, the bottom segment of my, uh, my ring finger is still fat and it's like kind of hard and it's kind of numb still, <laughs> but you know how your finger feels kind of squishy in there. Yeah, this is hard. So, uh, I'm not sure if it's going to do any, any real damage in the long run or if it'll go away, but it's doing a lot fucking better, but it still looks like a, it looks a little plump. I got to be honest. Anyway, I don't think anyone would actually notice unless I pointed it out, but there is a, it's still numb in there. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if I, <laughs> you imagine if I have numbness in my hand my whole life. <laughs> it's like, Hey grandpa, what's wrong with your finger? Oh, well, it's funny that you ask. Well, this takes me back. I tell you what, it was, uh, Oh, let me see. Let me think here. Yeah, it was, um, it was the spring of the pandemic. Oh, COVID-19. Remember that? Yeah, you're too young. Boy, but I tell you what, it was a hard time. Boy, it was hard on everybody. Yeah, you kids are too soft now. Back then, it was, it was a real world. We had to wear masks to go into the grocery store. Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> Anyway, uh, moving right along. Another update. Oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Fucking the bearded cunt, Brian. Listener Brian, the bearded cunt. He had a problem with one of my segments on the last episode. Yeah, that's right. He took it very personally for some reason. He gets really angry with this. He gets very emotional. I think he has emotional problems. But, uh, you know, I'm not making fun of him because of this new woke environment. I can't say anything bad like that. But I believe he was diagnosed. So the proper medical condition, I believe, is uh, uh, little bitch-itis. I think that's what he's got. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's terminal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this was in regards to the, the signs that people are putting in their own yards that say, a hero lives here. <laughs> this is unacceptable, Brian. I'm sorry, no matter what you say. The only way it can be allowed is if someone else puts the sign in the yard and it's obvious that someone else did it and it's for a legit reason. Like if a dude come or lady, oh, sorry, if they come back and they're uh, a soldier that saved their whole platoon like Forrest Gump style, right? Uh, legit hero, hero, decorated in the whole nine yards. If you put a, a sign out there like military with the, with the logo or whatever the fuck and say, a hero lives here. Thank you. I've seen those signs. That's different. That's different. That's legit. If you're just putting it out there for yourself, that's my problem. And the one that I saw was super generic and it had like, an, like a cartoon picture of a fucking superhero on it. It's like, all right, dude, relax. What about the ones that say, a frontline hero lives here? Really? 
You're not a fucking hero. You're, <laughs> you're delivering packages. And uh, you're wearing a mask. Everything's fine. You are safe. You are not having to, you know, give people hugs and kisses. You're just dropping off packages and you're, you're going. Hell, even if you're a nurse taking care of COVID patients, I wouldn't call that a hero. You're doing your job. That's it. I'm not shitting on it. Believe me, we need them. They're extremely appreciated. I couldn't do that job. But would you say that they're a hero? I, I don't know. I think that word gets thrown around a little too easily these days. You know, this whole uh, everyone gets a trophy <laughs> generation. I think you got to go above and beyond to be called a hero. Back in my day, someone had to do something extraordinary to be a hero. Right? Like the uh, saving your whole platoon thing. Like, you know, risking your whole life to save all your men. Or ladies. <laughs> you know, running into a burning building. Pulling out a, a kid or a whatever the fuck. Heroic. Now, a fireman, that's his job, right? You can say that. But no, no, no. Not to go above and beyond and risk his life. He's got to do it to a certain extent. But don't go in like on a suicide mission. But I think they just got that in them. So a lot of those guys I think are heroes. But, you know, you know, I can't say all, all firemen are heroes. I'm sure there's some asshole firemen. <laughs> I'm not going in there. It's too hot. <laughs> yeah, man. What I really meant is you can't put your own sign out for yourself. I mean, hell, I was tired today. I don't really feel like doing a podcast. But you know what? I, I drank some coffee and I fought through it. And I'm doing it now. You know, that would be, that's a very heroic thing I've done. Yeah. A lot of people would call me a hero. I'm putting my health on the line to deliver you free entertainment. <laughs> oh, a hero talks here. Go fuck yourself, all of you. Well, not all of you, just uh, just a bearded cunt. Anyway, moving right along. Jesus. Speaking of tired, <laughs> I got some coffee today from Starbucks. And... This guy, the guy at the window, oh, he was real hip and trendy, man. Let me tell you this. I pull up in the drive-thru, and, you know, when you go to the speaker, the guy's like, Hi, welcome to Starbucks. How can I help you? I'm like, oh, hey, uh, do you have any nitro cold brew? Because, you know, a lot of times they let me down. Oh, yeah, we don't have any of that. So I already kind of put it out there first. I'm on the offensive. Hey, do you have any nitro cold brew today? He goes, yeah, we do, man. He's like, what size can I get you, brother? I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not very professional. This guy's a little too friendly. He's crossing the line here. And uh, anyway, so I was like, oh, yeah, I'll take uh, Grande Nitro Cold Brew. All right, man. So like, you know, you want that? Uh, what do you say? You want that just straight up? Or, you know, can we do something? Add something to it for you, brother? <laughs> and I'm like, nope, just straight black. He goes, all right, sounds good, man. Cool. I'll see you up here, man. I'm saying, okay, all right. So I get up there. I uh, pay, get all the shit. And then he tells me, he hands me my car back. And he goes, hang tight. And then he turns around. And, you know, back in my day, hang tight meant hold on. Hold on a second. You know, just, <laughs> just wait up. Hang tight. So I'm sitting there and I'm staring through the window like, did he mean to, to, for me to wait here? He had me my card. I've got the coffee. Is there like he's going to get my receipt or something? And he goes back to the register, and I thought he was going to do that. And he does something else, and then he, he grabs another drink and puts it on the counter. And I'm looking, and like, he looks at me like, uh, what are you still doing here? And I put my thumb up, like, yeah, I, are we good? He goes, yeah. And he puts his thumb up. I'm like, what the fuck? 
Does hang tight mean something different now? Did they change it from when I was a kid? Hell, am I wrong? Isn't that what it means? You know what? I'm going to look this up real quick because now I'm starting to doubt myself. Hold on. Hold on. Hang tight. What does hang tight mean? <laughs> right. It says to wait further instructions. <laughs> That's what I was doing. I was waiting for further instructions. And he looked at me like, what are you doing here? I'm like, what the fuck? Can I go? <laughs> Can I leave? Shit. Don't, don't be, hey, don't be flipping the script on me, homie. You know, if we got slang, let's keep it. Uh, don't change it up. I'm too old to learn new ways to say things. Oh, Jesus. All right. I'm, I'm think I'm too, I think I need to be, uh, I think I need to pass away now. I think the next generation is trying to get us, get us old timers to, to, you know, walk off into the sunset. Jesus Christ. Speaking of old. What a segue. Goddamn right. Uh, now, uh, all, most of the old people, it turns out, have gotten the COVID vaccinations. And they moved on to the next section and blah, 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 and so on and so forth. So my wife, my wife, she actually just got vaccinated. Couldn't believe that. She works for a school. They're trying to get all these schools back going. It's like, what's the point? <laughs> school season is over like in two months. Going to send all the kids back to school and just be like, all right, enjoy your summer. But um, she wound up getting it, which kind of surprised me because for a long time, she's like, I'm not going to get that. I want to see what happens to other people first. <laughs> see if it's safe, which is smart, I suppose. But, uh, you know, she did it to, uh, I think, further protect part of her family members that are high risk so that she can maybe see them. Is that how it works? I don't know. But, you know, after she got her injection that night, I made sweet love to her. So now I'm, I'm now vaccinated, right? I don't think it works that way, James. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Uh, if it's in her bloodstream and, you know, we swapped bodily fluids, I'm pretty sure I got it now. I got it now, too. Um, you probably got something, James, but it sure wasn't the vaccination. Oh, you slippery devil. <laughs> yeah, so now, now we're both vaccinated. James, you shouldn't be spreading... False information like that, James. I mean, people might be listening to this and they might take your, your advice, James. No, no, no. First of all, no one's listening. Secondly, no one's taking my advice. <laughs> Thirdly, oh, I should have made this disclaimer at the top of the show. <clears throat> Everything you hear on this show is nothing but bullshit, rumors, and hearsay. And James cannot be held accountable for anything that falls out of his mouth. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so uh, it looks like uh, we're getting close, everybody. We're getting close to opening shit up. Oh, how exciting. Hopefully this, uh, hopefully this becomes a distant memory. <sighs> we'll see. Uh, but you know what's funny? Haven't you noticed that you can still recognize people wearing their mask? Like you can still, you can still know who they are from far away. Oh, look, look who it is. It's like, how the fuck? That seems kind of weird, right? But I think I read somewhere that you really recognize someone by their body movement, not necessarily their face. So everyone has their own style of, of uh, moving around. And so you just recognize it right away. But because the other day, dude, it's funny. Uh, at work, I, uh, I, I saw, I ran into some people out and about, out in the streets. I'd seen some guy and he had on, he wasn't wearing his normal attire he had on a mask and sunglasses. And just the way he moved, I'm like, I know this guy. And then he spoke. 
And it's like, hey, I'm like, I know you from somewhere. Like, I've met you before. And he goes, oh, yeah, well, uh, hmm, I don't, I'm not sure. Uh, I worked at this area. Oh, that's where it was. Yep, I ran into you over there. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right, that's right. And then we started talking. I was like, but that's fucking nuts. Like, his whole face was hidden, but I still knew that I knew who he was. It was, it was crazy. And speaking of that, here we go. Uh, this dude recently, I don't know if you heard about this, a California driver, he fucking got popped in the carpool lane and he had in his passenger seat a realistic looking dummy. Were you in the car, James? Oh, you son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, this dummy with uh, a COVID mask over its face. And yeah, if you were, if you kind of just drove by, you, mm, I guess it would, I mean, I don't know. I guess it would fool you, maybe. Um, thing had the seatbelt on. It's got a COVID mask on, glasses, and it's got a Cleveland Indians hat on. <laughs> Why wouldn't he put a California hat on there, being being in California? Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't like that. But uh, So this dickhead, he gets pulled over. A cop fucking busts him. Like, huh, something doesn't look right. This must have been a sharp cop. Ah, I don't like the way this looks. Looks a little suspicious. So he pulls him over and finds out it's a dummy. And this fucking guy goes, I've been driving like this for about a year and a half. And I haven't been caught. It's like, way to go, dude. Great. And guess what his, uh, his fine was? $400. Big fucking deal, right? 400 bucks for a year and a half. Of cruising in the carpool lane. But wait a second. Wait a minute. Now that I'm thinking about it. It's been, uh, you know, COVID for the last year. How much did you need to save in the carpool? It's been pretty empty for the most part. Although, the last couple months have started getting packed again. But uh, last year and a half. But this fucking guy, he uh, he got away with it for, for a while. Let's see what this stupid shit says. Uh, well, it says the driver didn't say much. Oh, really? <laughs> Other than that, he's been driving with the mannequin and he'd been getting away with it for a year and a half. Well, that's saying a whole lot if you ask me. The driver was cited for the carpool infraction, but the mannequin was not confiscated. <laughs> well, it's not illegal to have a mannequin in your car. What, what rights would they have to take it from you? I'm taking it for your own goods. You can't do this again. There is no additional punishment for trying to dupe officers by placing a mannequin in the passenger seat, it says. No additional punishment. I like that. I, this guy has spirit, and I fancy that. All right, and I think right now would be a great time to cut to our radio affiliate for the weather. K-G-A-Y, And now for your K-Gay weather report, we take it live to meteorologist Dan Drizzles. Oh my God, it's so wet. And that was your K-Gay weather report, sponsored by Arby's. We have the meat. K-G-A-Y, And now it's time for another edition of Stallone Stands Alone. Sylvester Stallone is a fine American actor. Some would even argue the greatest actor to ever grace the screen. One might wonder, what if Sylvester Stallone was cast in a movie as opposed to the actor that was actually in the movie? Would it have been better? Today, we find out the answer to that very question when we place Sylvester Stallone playing Denzel Washington's character 
of Alonzo Harris in Training Day. And here it goes. Hey, you'll like get some chow on you before we go to the office, my dollar. Thank you, sir, but, but I ate. Fine, don't. It's nice here. Hey, yo, like, man, read my paper? I'm sorry, sir. Thank you. You know what? I'll get something to eat. Oh, no. Hell no, you won't. Hey, you fucked that up, you know? I'm trying to read my paper, so please shut up. I sure won't mind not roasting in a black and white all summer. Hey, well, tell me a story, Hoyt. My story? No, no, not your story. A story. Because you can't keep your mouth shut long enough for me to read my paper, so tell me a story, you know? I don't think I know any stories. Well, you don't know any stories? Okay, I'll tell you a story. This is a newspaper. It's 90% bullshit. But it's entertaining, you know? That's why I read it. Because it entertains me. You won't let me read it. So you entertain me with your bullshit. Tell me a story right now. You know? Well, I for one think it's abundantly clear that Stallone brought a much deeper depth and complexity to the character of Alonzo Harris. But alas, it was not meant to be. Thank you for joining us. It's been another edition of Stallone stands alone. Okay, so, oh, let's talk about some death, death, destruction. Okay, oh boy, this one's pretty wild. So, uh, okay, I'm curious, what do you call it? You call it a, a big rig? Do you call it a semi, a tractor trailer, a diesel? I've heard people describe it that way many times. But uh, I've always called it a big rig. That's neither here nor there. So this expedition, a 1997 expedition, was driving through some farmland. And it came onto the highway right in front of a big rig, which fucking T-boned it. Smash, right? What makes this different? is that this particular 1997 Ford Expedition had, had its, all of its back seats removed and instead was completely filled with people. That's right. This happened in uh, California, down near the Mexican border. So you can pretty much, uh, pretty much put it together what was going on there. So there was, two, there was a driver, someone in the passenger seat, and 25 people loaded up into this fucking SUV. 25 people. <laughs> That's a lot of fucking... So 27 people total. Immediately upon impact, 12 died, including the driver. He got it. He got it bad. And can you imagine that? Like this whole thing was fucking... They, this, it hits the truck and these people just fly out in all directions, right? And apparently when the cops showed up, there's bodies all over and uh, people were trying to get away and... Some people had to be cut out of the vehicle. Fucking nuts. So uh, someone died at the hospital later. So 13 deaths total. Oh, boy. Oh, so tragic. You know, these people are just trying to come here to make a better life for themselves. You know, for their families. Make some money. 
And uh, they're all piled into this fucking truck. And what's this guy's deal, the driver? It seemed like it was a pretty dead area. And he's coming through uh, like off a side road onto the main highway. He didn't see this truck coming? Was there, was there too much weight in the car that he couldn't stop in time? Like, shit, man. Uh, but yeah, he, pff, he got taken care of. That was a fatal mistake. It's crazy because I recently heard something on another on a, on a podcast. They were talking about um, how safe vehicles are. And they're pretty much saying, like, you know, it doesn't matter how safe, what the safety rating is on the vehicle. If you get into a collision with a larger vehicle, chances are that vehicle is going to win and you're, you're going to lose. Where you're going to be fucked up and like, okay. For example, let's say you got a small, uh, you know, like a little, a little Honda. Let's say the safety rating is five stars or whatever the hell they, how they, however they rate it. And then you're getting into a crash with a truck whose safety rating is three stars. Well, you're probably going to be safer in that truck because you're hitting a smaller vehicle. Some shit like that. I don't know. They explained it better. But, uh, but yeah, in this case, I mean, the larger vehicle surely won that big rig. Whew. I mean, those are big. The SUV is pretty big, but it's no match for a fucking big rig. Jesus Christ. Um, oh, Fucking horrible. Yeah. All right. So, uh, okay. Let's 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 talk about some better death. <laughs> that one was sad. How about this one? There's a. Oh, I got a photo. Hold on. I got a photo associated with it. A convicted serial killer was murdered, the same way that he killed his victims. Hey, look at that. Um, this dude known as the I Five Strangler was found strangled to death in his prison cell. <laughs> oh, the humanity. I mean, the irony. 81 years old. Uh, yeah, he was found unresponsive by guards in a, a Mule Creek State Prison. His cellmate, who was 40 years old, half his age, was standing over him. It says Boudreaux was convicted in, in 2011 of strangling his girlfriend. So he got strangled by a strangler. Uh, an autopsy report determined that that this uh, Kibby Gibbs death was a homicide and that he was manually strangled to death. Authorities said they are continuing to investigate his death and have not filed any charges against Boudreaux. What other possibility is there? They found the guy on the floor strangled and a, and standing over him is a strangler who happens to be his cellmate. Seems pretty cut and dry to me. <laughs> We're all still under investigation here. Oh, God. But uh, I, have, I have some questions. If this guy's a fucking... If he strangles people to death, why would they give him a cellmate at all? He's, he's obviously violent. Or is that part of the whole plan here? Let's put these psychos in a fucking cage together and we'll uh, eliminate half the problem. If that's the case, I kind of like that. Let them sort themselves out. Let God sort them out. Oh, yeah, let them, let them take each other out, I guess. Well, that's funny. Hey, let's put the two stranglers together. <laughs> May the best strangler win. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know. And with these guys, with this guy dying, I mean, is anyone going to get too choked up about it? Oh, my, oh my God, James. That was lame. Why? Uh, yeah, I heard his favorite movie was uh, Gone with the Wind. Please, James, stop. Uh, well, you know, one more. Uh, 
<clears throat> Do you think at his funeral they're going to play Berlin, Take My Breath Away? <laughs> Take my breath away. <laughs> oh, he's dead. Yeah, go fuck yourself, buddy. Strangler. Strangler got strangled. Stranglers got strangled. Anyway, speaking of choking. Oh, my God, James. You're incredible. I know. Uh, yeah, Cobra Kai season three. Oh boy, did that did that season choke? Oh, was it so fucking? It it like it goes. Okay, you like the first, you like the cheesiness in the first and second season. Oh, we can do way cheesier than that. You you like the corniness of those seasons? We can get way cornier than that. Oh boy, I still watch the whole thing, and I still enjoy it. <laughs> you know what? I watch it with my kids, and I make fun of it, and then we're all laughing and. And, uh, and so it's actually, it's actually very entertaining, but, um, yeah, season one was, was solid. Season two was, uh, it was okay. Season three was, uh, except the last episode. In my opinion, the last episode saved it. There's always a ridiculous fucking fight scene and it's way over the top and stupid. But, uh, the, the episode with our, was that the same one? Yeah. Yeah. The, what's her name comes back. Spoilers. Sorry. Um, Allie. Fucking uh, Elizabeth Shue. You know, I think she looks great for her age. I think she looks pretty fucking great. And uh, I, you know what? She saved the show. She can. Uh, she's the good, the best actor on the show. <laughs> but she really lights up the screen, you know. And it was just very nice seeing uh, her on there and seeing all three of them interact. Pretty good. Pretty pretty good. So, uh, if you are watching season three of Cobra Kai and you're thinking of bailing, just stick it out. It pays off sort of at the end, but, um, you know, I just, ha- I just had to tell you I had, cause I did, I did mention before that I was all in with Cobra Kai, but this season really, really tested me. But <laughs> if you're watching it with young kids and you guys are just laughing at it and making fun of it, then, uh, then it's well worth it. But, uh, all right. So, uh, what else we got here? Oh, okay. Speaking of shit, let's talk about talking shit. <laughs> Okay, uh, all right, this week in Talking Shit, <laughs> um, yeah, it's going to be real short and sweet. Uh, I went into the bathroom, oh, you know what, I got, I got something else to add to this, but uh, <laughs> I went into the bathroom today to take a little shit real quick. Well, I went to try it. I, you know, I'll tell you what, nothing happened. I couldn't go, and I was reminded of an old poem that I once heard. I came to shit and only farted. And now I sit here brokenhearted. Writer unknown. Yeah, so I go in the stall and I'm sitting there and I'm on my phone, naturally. And uh, here comes someone to go in the stall right next door to me. Um, first of all, no! But, you know, what can you do? So it happens and he's sitting there and this fucking guy, like he knows I'm in the stall next to him, right? He knows. And I actually heard other people go into other stalls. There's like, there's like uh, eight stalls, and yet this guy picks the one right next to me. Anyway, he sits down and starts going, and I'm thinking, Dick, why? Why do you have to make all these sounds? It's fine if you're at home. Fine. And I guess, you know, on some level, it's the place to do it, but you can't help yourself. You can't keep those sounds in. <laughs> It's already uncomfortable knowing that someone is shitting a foot away from me. Why do you got to make it worse? 
<laughs> by being so vocal about it. Ah! Oh, so weird. But uh, here's the other thing. My fucking boss made it, it made, made an uncomfortable scenario for me. Uh, a few days ago, I took a shit. I come out of the stall. I go to wash my hands, and um, my boss is, is washing his hands also. He goes, you're still here? And I say, yep, now I can get to work. Now I can do my best. And he goes, you know, some, some guys, they like uh, going to the bathroom like this every morning. And I go, okay. And he goes, uh, you know, years ago at a different location, I noticed that some guys would go to the bathroom every single morning, without fail, every morning. And so before, uh, before work started, I went in there with a tool and I, and I locked every stall from the outside with this tool. I reached over and I just slid the locks. I'm like, okay, and then what happened? He goes, yep, sure enough, after uh, our little meeting was over, a few of them went, went right in the bathroom. We're like, hey, what's going on here? And I went in there and said, sorry, bathrooms are closed. And then I started going like, huh, huh, huh. well, you know, some people have their clocks that they're on. He goes, well, then change the clock. He, he's getting all offended. I'm just like, I thought we were having like a, like a hypothetical conversation here. Is he pointing me out? And he's like, you know, if you, if you got a problem, then bring a doctor's note if you got a problem with the bathroom. But uh, if not, it shouldn't be every day, dude. You know, guys can't be going every morning like that. They can't be doing that. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? And I'm like, all right. And I walk out and uh, there's a guy in the, in the next room that I guess overheard us because the door is open to the bathroom. And I walk out and he like looks at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm thinking the same thing. I'm like, how the fuck? Are... In this modern time, how are you going to tell someone in this, in this woke environment? Like, how are you going to tell someone when they can take a shit? <laughs> I can see it now. It happens again. All right, I'm going to HR. I'd walk in there all sad and crying. I need to speak to someone about an issue I'm having at work. Oh my God, what's wrong? What's happening? I'm being harassed. Oh, oh, tell me all about it. I can't make poopy when I want to because I'm being bullied by the supervisor. He says I can't go at work anymore. <laughs> oh my God. Sit down, you poor thing. Can I get you anything? <laughs> a toilet. <laughs> oh, I'd be so rich with this lawsuit. Oh, man. Maybe I want him to keep harassing me. Shit, I'd be famous. It'd be like a new lawsuit. It would be, it would be like the Jamesy Poo uh, shit clause or something like that. <laughs> it's illegal for you to tell employees they can't shit at work. Fuck, I love shitting at work. You're getting paid to shit. You can't beat that. Anyway, I'll keep you posted. <laughs> this has been Talking Shit. <laughs> All right. Speaking of woke horse shit, <clears throat> oh boy, the uh, the woke the woke uh, heroes <laughs> have set their sights on uh, well, Mr. Potato Head. For one, Mr. Potato Head is no longer going to be Mr. Potato Head. It's just going to be, I guess, Potato Head. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to be gender specific. Everyone knows about me that I'm sexist when it comes to potatoes. I only eat male potatoes. That's right. Before I eat a potato, I look down to make sure it has a little fry and tater tots. I'm like, all right, I can eat this one. <laughs> Throw those females away. So dumb. It's a fucking potato. Who gives a shit? You know, it wasn't it always the same kind of thing? Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head? You just pluck the fucking mustache off and now it's a female? <laughs> you add like red lips and now it's a, now it's a female, right? 
Uh, who gives a shit? Uh, and next one is uh, Dr. Seuss. Who saw that coming? Dr. Seuss is beloved, right? Well, apparently not. Dr. Seuss is getting canceled. Well, I guess a handful of books so far. The ones that no one's even heard about. They mentioned like six books. I've never heard of any of those books. Something about the zoo? I, I don't fucking know. But one of the things that they said was offensive was that uh, it was talking about, uh, it had like Asian characters in the books and it said, um, you know, these people are have slanted eyes and they come from lands that you can't pronounce. I mean, they're not lying. <laughs> That's not mean, right? A lot of people can't pronounce a lot of Asian countries. Would it be, uh, what if they said like, oh, these people's skin's a little darker than yours and then where they come from, they eat lots of beans. Well, that's true for the most part, right? I don't know. What the fuck? Oh, God. Everyone's so fucking sensitive. And you know what? My question is, who is who are the ones saying all this stuff? Like, who are the people behind this shit? Oh, people are outraged. Really? Like, who's behind this outrage? All you ever hear is the story. But who is actually behind this? Like, for example, let's take that Dr. Seuss thing, that book thing, you know, uh, the line about the Asian character. Who, who's, who's coming up with this? Like, oh, I'm angry about this. How many people? Are they signing a petition? How does it work? Do they send strongly worded emails to the publisher? And how many does it take? Just one person? Oh, the optics are not good. We better remove these books. What if they didn't do anything? Would it, would it get out of control? Like, people go crazy about it? I don't know. It just seems like maybe would it go away? Ugh. like the Trader Joe's thing I talked about, you know, how they have like Trader Jose's. Oh, that's offensive. They're like, nah, we're going to keep it. And then no one give a fuck. <laughs> why, are, why is everyone giving into this shit? People are just so scared. Like once you admit, once you apologize or once you say, okay, we'll do it. Then it's like you gave power to these fucking people. Like some of it seems to make sense. Like, you know, taking down statues of, uh, of, of, uh, what do you call it? like the KKK dudes in these in these different states? Like, fine, good. That's just promoting like this hateful ideology. Fine, but to really read into this other shit, like you know, to cancel books, <laughs> I don't know, man. Seems kind of dangerous. But anyway, I'm just curious about how this whole thing starts. Like, who is it? Who are these people? Is it millennials? The uh, zennials? What the fuck they call them? I guess I'm part millennial, but <laughs> no one I know is bitching like this. I don't get it. Who's complaining? I, I don't. I don't know, dude. I have no. I have no idea. How, how does this whole thing work? I don't know. I don't know a lot of things. So maybe I should just shut the fuck up and move along, huh? All right. And now it's time for I fancy that. It's beautiful. Beautiful. It's wonderful. Wonderful. It's. I fancy that. Fancy, fancy. Fancy towns are a body. All right, I fancy that's a segment in which I talk about something nice. Oh, something positive. Something that makes me happy. Something that I fancy. <laughs> and this week, oh boy. Oh boy, do I fancy this. I was, uh, well, I was at my son's baseball game last weekend. And he had a couple games. So me and the wife sat out there under the easy up in our uh, lawn chairs. The girls didn't want the little girl didn't want to come. So she stayed home and watched the other little girl, my little black girl. Oh my god, James. You can't say that. My little dog is black and she's a girl. She's my little black girl. So uh, you know, go fuck yourself. So yeah, she stayed behind us. So me and the wife had some nice peace and quiet. It was nice. I was a little hungover. 
but it was still nice. So I need to interrupt my fancy with more fancy. So uh, what I fancy is I've been taking the boy on the side because he has practice twice a week for uh, his baseball team. And it's like two and a half hours each time. It's a long fucking time. So besides that, I've been taking him to the park separately and working with him on my own and trying to, you know, I've seen little things he's, he's doing wrong with his hitting and this and that. So we, we've been working on it and I've been trying to get him to, uh, to, to fix some bad habits and he's had like a little bit of a slump and he didn't play for a few a couple months. So now he's getting back to it. He's getting back to it himself. It takes some time, you know? So this last game, he hit a fucking monster to, and it hit like it hit the back fence and he scored three runs and, uh, very proud of him. So that right there, dude, just the fact that we're making progress. And, uh, you know, I, besides that, I just love going to play with him to play baseball at the park. So number one, playing baseball with my son. I fancy that. The fact that we're going, I'm spending the time, dedication, and it's paying off. Like he can see some improvements happening. I fancy that. Seeing him make some plays that are making the difference. I fancy that. But the most important, <laughs> not really, but kind of, during his game, I, I remembered, oh shit, today is the first this is the first day of Dodgers spring training. I better call and get the Dodger package back. So I'm like, great. I got to call fucking Spectrum again, which you know I can't stand. So I call him up and dude, I got this guy who's like the best person I've ever spoke to when I've called Spectrum. So nice, polite, friendly, informative, professional. I wasn't on the phone more than five minutes, dude. All right, sir, you got the channel. Everything's ready to go. Can I help with anything else today? No, that's it. I really appreciate it. All right, sir, you have a great day. And you know what I did? I accepted the phone call afterwards for about the uh, little survey, and I gave that fella all five-star ratings. Look at me. So, oh boy, oh boy. Sitting there watching my son play baseball while on the phone ordering the Dodger channel. all right and now it's time for the darker side of life that's right it's time for the fuck you moment and here we go all right the fuck you moment is when i get negative again you thought i was gonna end on a positive note you silly goose fuck you moment is when i get to be angry again talk about something i don't like Complain some more and say fuck you to something. All right, here we go. Number one, first and foremost. Oh, mama. I started the show off. Oh, I'm going to come back around. Fuck you to thieves, man. That's not cool. Fucking bullshit. You work hard. You buy things that you need, things that you want. And some asshole comes along and just takes it from you. Oh, it's so frustrating. And I'll tell you what, I've been purposely trying to save money, not going out to eat, you know, just trying to stay home as much as possible, not spend any money, you know, un, what's that word? (laughs) If it's not necessary, try not to spend any extra money. I've been doing a good job saving, saving, just trying to get ahead of, you know, get a bigger savings. I'm horrible at that. 
Life always seems to happen. And guess what? This is another instance. Motherfucker. Ah! So frustrating. $500 deductible. And, uh, you know, it just seems like I'm learning. A, I told my son, this is a lesson to learn. No matter what you got, no matter what you have, whatever it is, maybe you should take preventative caution so that no one can fucking steal from you. Steal it. It's like, what do I got to do now? Do I got to like overthink everything? Do I got to get one of those clubs in my truck again? <laughs> like the old days? The steering wheel club? I think I got to put fucking locks on all my wheels. Those uh, lug nut lock things. I don't have any of those. Just like my Fruity Pants friend said at the front of the show. Am I going to come out and uh, find my truck on cinder blocks and my wheels gone? Uh, James, are you, are you talking about me when you said Fruity Pants friend? Yes, I did. James, you think we're friends? Oh, fuck. All right. That's what you focus on? Uh, no. Not at all. But um, yeah, I mean, where does it end? Like, do I got to actually get that fucking ring bullshit? Have cameras all over the house? I don't like that idea. I don't want cameras all over my house. I just don't like the idea of, you know, having this footage all the time of like, you know, being watched. I'm not like paranoid, like people are going to fucking look at me because who gives a shit? But it's just kind of weird having that feeling of all these cameras. Ugh, I don't like it. And then what? Just so I can watch the footage of people stealing from me? <laughs> yeah, there he goes. He got it. He's gone. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, I don't know, dude. What is it in? Do I do I lock up my underwear drawer if someone breaks in the house? What the fuck? <sighs> anyway. Yeah, that, that was like a whole bunch of rambling. Yeah, fuck you to thieves. Pretty much is what I want to go with here. I don't think anyone can uh, argue with that, right? Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, all right, next up. Uh, you know, fuck you to words with friends. Do you play that? <laughs> I still play it. Can you believe that? I only have it on my phone when uh, I'm absolutely bored and I don't feel like being on the socials. I'll just go on that and try to, you know, flex my brain. But lately, it seems like the people that I've had these long relationships with, gaming relationships, like I play the same couple people because they give me a good challenge. So I've been playing the same person for like over a year. We've played a fuckload of games. And, you know, most of the time, you know, I'll go... And then, you know, like a day later, I'll go again, that kind of shit. But they'll take their time getting back to me. But lately, it seems like they're going immediately after I go. And I play this game very like seldomly throughout different fucking times. So, like, I'll be taking a shit in the morning before work. And I'll go like, oh, I'll play uh, Words of Friends real quick. And I'll make a move. And right away, this person made a move. Like, what the hell? I just went. And then, like, the same day, like, at midnight... I'll make a move and like a few minutes later, they'll make a move like, hmm, what are the odds that this person is actually making the moves right after I do? I think these are all bots. I think this fucking game has created, maybe it's been bots all along. I don't know. But, uh, well, I don't know. Like people have messaged me before, like little comments like, oh, that was a good move. That could be a bot too. I don't fucking know. But it seems like lately that they've been uh, just making their moves pretty quickly after me at all hours, <laughs> randomly. And I don't know. I think I think this is a, I think it's been compromised. I don't like it. I don't like it. Remember I told you before, everything's cool in the beginning, then it gets fucking ruined. I think I think uh, these games are just all bots now. 
Shit, maybe they always were. I don't fucking know. But, uh, well, there you go. All right, that's a weak one. But, uh, but yeah, go fuck yourself. Lastly, lastly, oh, boy. One day, uh, uh-oh, <clears throat> almost got to the whole show without doing it, but it's here. <clears throat> one day, I saw a child playing with the ruby the stars of a tangerine. The bandit having thrown them away. So why steal them? Well, because he thought it was good sport, because some men aren't looking for anything logical, like money. So can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. So one day this week, my cousin Chuby, Danger alumni, she got married. Aww. That's right. Yeah, during the COVIDs, she had a little private ceremony. But I text her, uh, you know, congrats and blah, blah, blah. I'm happy for you. So she responds with, thank you for the well wishes on my marriage. Got any marriage advice? It's pretty difficult to top monkeys. That's my cousin Monkey. <gasps> he was one of the few that was at the ceremony. I guess he was the best man <laughs> on some level. On some level. It's a stretch. <laughs> so his advice to her husband was, Hey! Um, her name's uh, Rebecca. Chubifer is her nickname. Rebecca is always right, Daniel. You're always wrong. That's his advice, right? So she says, don't let that make your blood boil. Save that for your fuck you to monkey on your podcast. <laughs> so, by request, monkey, <gasps> fuck you. That is horrible advice. To all you youngsters out there that are married or planning to get married, do not take that advice, happy wife, happy life, horse shit. It's no good. What you're going to do is you're going to create a monster. Your wife is going to have total control over you and you're going to be a fucking whipped bitch. You're going to have the same disease that uh, the cunty uh, Brian, what's his name? The bearded cunt, Brian, he, what he has. Little bitchitis. It's going to affect you. You'll get it as well. Can't be cured. Once you let that happen, it's all over. Once they start controlling you, bossing you around, it's, you're done for. And your whole life will be full of misery and torment. I'm telling you right now. You got to stand your ground. You got to say, absolutely not. I will not stand for this, woman. That kind of thing. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But that is horrible advice, happy wife. You know, or whatever she says, she's right, you're wrong. Fuck you. Fuck you and fuck that. Listen, my advice to her was communication, quite simply. That's the most important thing. Communication. If you have good communication, you'll be just fine. I won't go into the further specifics, but uh, that was my advice. Just work on that. Work on having an open relationship where you feel like you can talk to each other about everything. You know, don't have no secrets, don't hide no shit. Just be straightforward. You know, the wife and I, Maybe a little too open. <laughs> I tell her all the shit that I feel. Sometimes maybe I shouldn't be sharing. But you know what? I'm not going to die of cancer from having all this anger built in, you know, without releasing it. I release my anger on my family all the time. I don't bottle anything up. I just spew it all over them. <laughs> That's how you do it. You just, you unleash all your negativity on them and then let them deal with it. As long as you get it out of yourself. That's the important thing. Yeah, besides communi- uh, communication, I also, uh, I also feel that it's good to know when to choose, to, when, when to pick your battles. It's like not everything, not everything deserves to be, like, I'm going to die in this fucking hill for this. It's like, nah, man. Some things are like, nah, this is really not worth getting into a fight over. It's not worth it. 
That's the hard part, though, is figuring out which ones to really fight for. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, once in a while, st- stick to your guns. But sometimes it'll be like, oh, whatever, dude, it's not, it, it's not worth it. So th- there's that. So yeah, that advice from Monkey, fuck that. Fuck you, Monkey. <gasps> uh, what else did I have? <laughs> fuck you, uh, bot games. And fuck you to thieves. You know who you are. All that. Uh, fuck you. Fuck you. All right. That's going to do it. Thank you for joining me. And uh, you know what? This show is like uh, therapy for me. So thank you for letting me get all my horse shit off my chest. And like I said, I put all my negativity onto you. Um, now I feel better. So maybe you need to go do something and uh, get uh, my negativity out of out of you now. So uh, <laughs> balls in your court. Good luck, asshole. And once again, I leave you with the same fantastic advice that I do with every show. And that's simply, stay dangerous, my friends. And now is a special tribute to the strangler that got strangled. (laughs) Burn in hell, you son of a bitch. Take it away, Berlin. Berlin.